Jeff Grant. This is my evolving podcast. This is another one of the Tastemakers episodes. This is the fourth one. We did another one about a month ago, and now we're doing another one because we have new recommendations. Uh, We're doing this on a Wednesday night, and we're about to start. If you haven't listened to a Tastemakers podcast episode before, it's kind of like a, within the Jeff Grant's Evolving Podcast like world, there's this kind of series called the Tastemakers, and uh, it's basically just me and three other guys, and we get together and we recommend stuff to each other. We go in a nice circle. It's like show and tell, only you can't see anything. It's more like tell and tell and tell and tell. And uh, so, if you've made it this far, then maybe you'll enjoy the rest of this thing. I didn't want to give a disclaimer that if you... Um, I'm going to include a description with this episode that will have the times along with the topics in case you would like to skip ahead. We do appreciate you calling. I mean, we do appreciate you listening to this podcast. And now, without further ado, Tastemakers, episode four. Woo! Right. You did it. Good job. Man, that... We didn't make it easy. I need to, like, blindfold myself when I do... You were peeking. I was like, yeah, I saw you. I actually did have my hand... I, but helped. you did this, and I saw you. I think it's because, like, if I can't see y'all, then, like, I'm... I can just be serious, but then... That wasn't totally serious, but... Mm. Then when I see y'all, I'm, I just want to start laughing and making, like, real weird jokes. Jeff, you're getting better at these intros. I'm not going to lie. Well, that I felt like I had the support, you know. <laughs> you just need a backing band. <laughs> I want James to chant during everyone's yeah. parts. <laughs> I, I won't God. lie, like God. that. I'm gonna go in tomorrow or whenever I put this into like my computer, and I'm gonna like delete this that. episode. I'm just gonna have that to where I can like play it like in my like headphones like all the time, like when I'm walking down the street. Yeah. Like, anyway. When you max out, you get real pumped. <laughs> Come, come down, Jeff. Come down from the high. Uh, does anyone? Let's. Can y'all just say like hi and say your say your name so we can remember who you are. Hey, I'm Cole. Hello, I'm Ronald. Hi, this is James. It's the same guys <laughs> from the other episodes, so we haven't like had to do one without one person or or anything. Uh, before we, I kind of want. Um, this doesn't have to be a, oh, I want, okay, James just went to, like, Europe and England, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought, could he talk, will you tell us about it? This doesn't have to be your, What's what are your recommendations, but you can. <laughs> could it be, though? Because yeah, go ahead, start, you start, and it'll be your recommendation. The, the, okay, this will be recommendation one for me. Go to Europe. Yeah, <laughs> leave the country, it's fun. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, um, I left beginning of the month, end of last month, technically, but, um, this is kind of like a two-for-one thing, because not only did I go to, like, the British Isles, or I flew into London, but I got on a cruise ship, specifically, like, a Disney cruise ship, mm. <laughs> so that's how I, like, sailed around 
the UK was just I was on a cruise line, so I had never I had never been out of the country and I'd never been on a cruise line before. But uh, so I would also recommend like if you're gonna go on a cruise, go make sure it's like a destination type cruise. Like if you're gonna do the Mediterranean that sort of thing, that's a really good like line to take. But uh, this cruise that I went on, it was like they they don't normally do it. They like might do it like every other year because like. At least for the Disney Cruise Lines, like, uh, they have, like, a route that they take. And this British Isles thing, like, was, like, a new thing. Like, because my, my brother and his sister, or my, my brother and my sister-in-law, his, his wife, that is, uh, they go on cruises all the time. So, they're actually, like, really surprised and, like, excited that they're offering this thing. Where, like, you just go to, like, um, different parts of, like... Scotland and Ireland, you know, and like the southern part of like England. So, um, yeah, anyway, uh, it's cruises are fun, specifically Disney cruises, because when you have your days at seas or days at sea, you can like hang out with like Goofy, <laughs> you know, every now and then. Can like you Goof have drinks with Goofy? You can walk around with a drink in your hand and then. I don't know if they'll let you take a picture of with Goofy with the drink in your hand. You might have to like put it down or something <laughs> first. But okay, like you say, you can hang out with Goofy. Like, what, does that mean you can like, like you know, it's just the afternoon. You're like, hey, Goofy, you want to <laughs> hang out for a little while? Like, uh, what's up? Yes and no. Like, um, because they have like the character meet and greets, <laughs> and like whenever you get on the cruise ship, like you, there's this app that you download. And it'll actually give you, like, an itinerary of everything that's happening on the ship. It's like, oh, like, uh, they're in the movie theater they have on, on the cruise ship, like, like Solo, a Star Wars story, is playing at 5 o'clock or something. And then at 7.30, you can go meet, uh, the, what's the girl from Brave? The, like, the red-haired girl? She was on our boat. Kathy Griffin. <laughs> I anyway, believe her name was Ginger. Uh, I forget her name, but that was, like, actually a unique thing. Like, you, she's actually, like, a really hard Disney princess to find or whatever. So, like, she's, like, a rare one. So, like, if you have kids <clears throat> and your kid's, like, meeting all the Disney princesses, like, you can just check that one off the list. <clears throat> anyway, but getting back to what you were saying. They're, like, that, Pokemon, basically? <laughs> at least for my niece, I guess, would be, it would be, like... Similar to Pokemon, because I know she has, like, all the dolls and everything, but, like, she, I think she's gotten to meet pretty much every single Disney princess, but, um... Whoa. Sorry, but going back to what you were saying, Jeff, uh, like, the first, I guess, like, the first few days, it's kind of, there's usually, like, a line to meet, like, all the Disney characters, but, like, towards the end of the cruise, I would literally just be walking down, like, one of the decks, and, like, Goofy... Or, like, Pluto would just be kind of hanging out with, like, no line because they're there to take pictures. So you could probably just go up and, like, interact with Goofy or Pluto, like, all you want whenever there's no line. Anyway, so that, that's what I meant by <laughs> hanging out. So how out. long have you been doing this, Goofy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've been on this one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, so, yeah, it, it's just fun because, uh, I mean, I haven't been on another cruise liner, but it just... It seems like there's more theming and more stuff to do whenever you just add an extra layer of, or you sprinkle an extra layer of Disney on top of yeah, whatever you're doing. Cool. Um, 
anyway, but the trip itself was fun. I mean, it's, you have, uh, normally, like, it's once again, I was on a cruise, they offer excursions, so, like, every day I made port, I had, like, an official Disney, like, excursion type thing, like, I, like, bought a ticket, and you essentially, you just get on a, a bus, and they take you wherever you want to go, mm. so, um, I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time in all the places I went to, but I definitely got to do, like, more of like the highlights of all the different cities we went to. Yeah. Um, when we went to Scotland, I got to go to Edinburgh. I got to see like the Edinburgh Castle up in there in Scotland, which is like hmm. the the historic, like one of the more notable castles in Scotland. And that was really cool. And also, uh, that's also where J.K. Rowling wrote the Harry Potter books, so the first uh, the Sorcerer's Stone. And that little cafe that oh, like really is famous cool. for what she would go in there and drink coffee and write her books. So I actually had coffee in that same place there. I got like, it was weird, I got like this hot cocoa and I also got a pizza, which those two things don't really <laughs> go well together, but individually they tasted really good. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, I can go on and on and on, but, uh... That was that was really cool. I got to see like a lot of castles. I got to see like a lot of history. <clears throat> you can only your mind can only absorb so much, and everything there is like so dense and so rich and full of history that yeah. it at some point it's just in one ear and out the other. It's like, oh look at that. That's so beautiful. Okay, let's just move on to the next thing because <laughs> I know there's like at least. 50 more things that are equally just as beautiful and fascinating and, you know, f rich, you know, rich and full of history as the last thing, but there's no way I'm going to be able to remember all of this or process, like, this, this king or queen from this century begat this and this, this person and this person and that person, you know, it's like, it's all, it's all too much, you know, to absorb at once. Did it make you want to go back and like just stay there for a little while yeah i i would definitely want to go back and visit some more like um london's great i would love to go back to london um dublin was really cool dublin was probably the most fun i had in terms of like the actual places we visited on our on our cruise because mm -hmm. we flew into london we spent like a couple days in london and then we drove down to Dover, and that's like the port city that we departed from to start the cruise. And then we just kind of went, we went to uh, Cove Kinsale and Cove. I don't know, I think this, I think the city itself is actually Cove. Is what it, it's, it's like C-O-B-V, but they call it Cove. I don't know, I, no, no, it's C-O-B-H, but they pronounce it Cove. With a V. So you flew, you flew over there and then joined the cruise. Yeah. It didn't like depart from. Yeah, no, it didn't here. depart. Well, like the, the cruise liner ships are so big. Yeah. That they can only make port in like certain areas anyway. So oh, like okay. even though there's, there's multiple port cities in the UK, some of them just simply aren't deep enough to house a ship that big. You know, like uh, sometimes when you go on a cruise, we didn't have to do this. But, like, if that's the case, sometimes the the cruise ship will, like, go out 
like adjacent and like like drop anchor adjacent to the port and you would actually have in order to get off the boat you actually have to get on the lifeboats like they'll drop the lifeboats out Sweet. and then you have to get on the life it sounds oh a lot cooler than it really is apparently that scary <laughs> Uh, I, I didn't actually do it, but I, what it was described to me, it just seems more of like a hassle than anything else. But it would be probably the it probably would be cool, but I assume the novelty would probably wear out pretty quickly, because like it the amount of time, and like you know you have to go through all the different protocols or whatever to make sure everybody's safe. Just seems like it would be, uh, you know, tedious. But uh, we didn't have to do that anyway, so. Um, all of our ports. I just walked directly off the ship, you know. Um, so, y'all have any questions? I mean, I can... I have a question. It's not... It's, uh, you're wearing a ducktail shirt. Did you buy this on the cruise? <laughs> no, I, I've had this for a while. Okay. I bought this before I went to Disneyland. Like he, He's been rocking that ducktails for... It doesn't look like years. a new. It does not look like a new shirt. No, no. Gotcha. I, did, I, I did buy some new shirts. I bought like uh, a Disney Goof Troop. A Goof Troop. Yeah. I, no, I didn't buy a Goof Troop. But they had a like the classic Mickey Mouse shirt, but it was blue, and Mickey was wearing like like a captain's hat. You know, like that's the difference. <laughs> it's <Awesome>. just like <laughs> he's doing like the classic Mickey pose, but he's wearing like a cruise ship captain's hat. That's the one where he's, like, sticking his butt out at you yes. and, like, looking over his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic Mickey pose. Looking at you all come hither. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they, yeah, they have, sh- they have, like, shops on the boat. Like, I think my, I was with my niece and my nephew, and they had to buy, like, a toy, like, every, they wanted a toy, like, oh, yeah, every single sure. day. <laughs> Dude, and I totally like, would. <laughs> And I already mentioned that my niece already has all the Disney princesses. So <laughs> at one point, they, I was watching them, and they somehow Jedi mind tricked me into going to the, the toy shop with them. Just like, why am I? Why am I here? Like, why am I with you guys in the toy store of all places? And so I had to be the responsible adult. I'm like, okay, I'll get you guys something, but you have to convince me that you really want it. I'm not just going to get you something just because you see it and you're like, I want it. Like, no, like you have to, you have to actually, you have to make me believe that you'll actually keep this longer than like a month or something and throw it away. But, uh, how old are they? My, oh no, Uh, here's the test. Uh, My nephew is, uh, he's born in 2011. So he's, He's eight. No, he's born in 2009. And so he's... That would be... Yeah, he's nine now, I think. 13. No, he's about he's about to turn nine. Like, he turns nine in October. And my niece was born in 2011. So she is uh, seven. So they're seven and nine. Um, I was way off on those. <laughs> How long was no, your no, trip? I think my... She can't okay. be. I don't know. Or I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dwell on that. But I, I know just, my nephew's nine, and my niece is probably like. I think she's six. But um, what were you gonna say? Oh, how long was the trip? Um, it's about like ten or eleven days total. Because yeah. we, uh, the cruise was like seven days. So um, and we spent like. Two, two or three days in London because we spent like an extra day 
after we disembarked on the ship, like we spent like another day before we got back on that plane. You said she has all the Disney princesses. Yeah. Um, isn't Princess Leia technically a Disney princess now? Yeah, I guess so. She, yeah, I know she has one. I think I bought her a Princess Leia for Christmas last year. So I got her like a Barbie Leia, Barbie Leia doll thing, which is probably has the same proportions as all her as her uh, all her other stuff. So <coughs> do they like Star Wars stuff? Yeah, uh, my niece she uh, she dressed up as Princess Leia for Halloween last year, and my nephew he 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 likes Star Wars. You know, and they, they, their stuff's like all the new stuff. Yeah. But I think even my nephew kind of recognizes that he doesn't, he doesn't even like the new stuff as much as the <laughs> old stuff. I'm trying to like get my niece and nephew into Star Wars and it's not like working very well. Like when my nephew was like two or three years old, I got in this, uh, like Yoda toy mm-hmm. and like. A couple summers ago, or like last summer, I was helping them move into a, their new house, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, it's Yoda, and he's like, mm-hmm. it kind of freaks me out, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, can I have, can I have it then, and he's like, <laughs> no, sure, so it, that's right there, it's right there, uh, okay, it's like a, that's not freaky, it's like a Kermit Yoda, kind yeah. of, kind of looks maybe like, they're yeah. just Star Trek kids, you know, <laughs> maybe they talks- prefer a, a Jean-Luc, over a Yoda. <laughs> Sorry, this is not oh, important. No, it's not working. What are you doing to his butt? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a puppet. Wait, I'll just put him back where he goes. I don't think y'all need to, y'all want to play with this really. You I'm can. Need, I'm not trying to. I'm gonna need him actually. Okay. <laughs> can you? I got a question for James. Yeah. Play so it on me. did they? Did they put all the animals on there two by two? <laughs> and uh, he's like Bible. What? He's like Bible. <laughs> I think the only animals that were allowed on board, Cole, were probably the ones that were immediately slaughtered and then consumed. Oh my god. Oh man, that got dark. The food on the ship was really good, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's the serious question, though? What's the favorite meal you had over there? Uh, My most favorite meal. Well, I already mentioned, like, the theming. So, uh, I'll say, like, my favorite restaurant experience, because I can't remember all the different types of dishes I had. But they had like this animation themed restaurant and uh, you walk in and it's like sketch drawings or like, you know, early like production, production stills, stills of various different Disney films, that sort of thing on all, all over the walls, that sort of thing. And then they have uh, <clears throat> like little TV panels mixed in there. So every now and then like, like a drawing will like come to life or whatever and start moving. Oh, that's cool. And so in the middle of the dinner... Uh, all the lights dimmed, and they played, like, this Disney montage with, like, all the different Disney stuff or whatever. And, like, this cartoon montage thing they played literally is designed to make you cry. 
Like, and I started, <laughs> I started tearing up like, <laughs> during the middle of my dinner because... Oh, you can't cry and eat. Yeah, I got swept away. I got spirited away by, by the Disney magic in the, in the middle of my dinner. That cruise is just to humiliate everyone. Yeah. <laughs> they should do, like, the darker side of Disney's cruises. Like, a cruise that's more, like, the scarier stuff. Like, you know, instead of a goofy walking around, there's, like, a... What was the character's name on... Roger Rabbit. Oh. Remember me, Eddie? <laughs> he's, he's got like the the springy legs and he just kind of comes at you like a wasp. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was like that kind of stuff. Just the whole time. Right, guys? Yeah. Right now, Cole, they have like, since Halloween, you can go to like Mickey's Spooky after party or whatever at the parks and like all it's all of that stuff where it's like the villains have taken over the park so if you're into that cool. sort of thing there's stuff like that for you but let's stop talking about disney because it's starting to make me feel weird i don't like talking about how much i like disney that oh, that this openly you're <laughs> oh. not alone man <laughs> The generation yeah, right before us is all about it. I don't know if like, you noticed. And mm-hmm. also, Disney has acquired everything that we love. Mm-hmm. Like, all the Marvel movies and the Star Wars and... Mickey? It's insane. Mickey? That's Disney? Yeah. Uh, uh, Ron, do you have... What's your... This is your turn now. <laughs> Alright. Um, so, I went and saw this movie it has a certain Nicolas Cage in it um it had what I thought was wide release but it doesn't it was kind of hard to go see because there was only select places that had this um let's see I don't want to give too much away what was it called hold on let me oh sorry I wonder if there what I liked about best, what like, this is what leading up to the name was like the lighting in the movie. It was kind of like those old B movies. <laughs> it was like those old B movies where all the colors are saturated and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the old, like uh, what was it? Death Wish. Death Wish. What's Tim the Grindhouse? Charles Brosnan. Yes, it's in that vein. Whatever that type of movie kind of is. It's called like, the Grindhouse, isn't it? Wait, what's the? What are the like, ones that are called that? Um, B movie slasher. Yeah, the Quentin Tarantino did with. Yeah, it's like Grindhouse. Planet Houses. Terror it's and Bob Robert. It's called Robert Grindhouse. That's okay. the genre. I thought that was the name of the movie. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> I All think right, he anyway. did have one called Grindhouse, but the genre is called Grindhouse. Okay. Yeah. Um. So there was a guy in it, and he had a knife for one of his body parts. So I guess what I want to ask you guys is, is Peen Bone? Is Peens his bone? <laughs> I'm no. Here, I'm sitting here thinking like, I'm so proud of Ron. He's got a real recommendation this time. <laughs> Can you ask the question one more time? Yeah. Uh, is Peens his bones? <laughs> All I'm thinking is like, I gotta type this out later. <laughs> there you have it. Well, 
What do you guys think? I already said no. Okay. Jeff, is peens bones? Honestly, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I wish I. That seems like an easy answer, but I don't know. I can't tell. I don't know. What's the correct answer? <laughs> well, I think they're not because you don't get a cast. Yeah, you can't cast your peens when you break the peens bones. <laughs> I know so, that uh, some animals do have bones for peens. Yeah, uh, we're not, orca we're not whales. Oh yeah, the whales. I saw a thing on that. The girl was looking at the whale and is in a tube. Would it be, um, would it be not cool to ask if the movie was good? <laughs> oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> got scared and ran out of the theater right mm. after you saw that guy with the knife with the hand. It is too scary. <sighs> yeah. do, you, do you know what it's called? Hmm? Do you know what the name movie is called? Face Off. Ain't it cool? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I love Nick Cage. Face Off. <clears throat> National Treasure. I've noticed he's been like, I, I feel like He's been in a lot of, like, interviews lately, so I, I assumed he was promoting something, but then I never realized, like, what the movie was that he was promoting. Yeah, he hasn't had a movie out for, boy, how long? At least half a decade. That's not true. Then really? what's, what's he done? I thought he was one of those actors that was in the hole and he had to just make whatever movie came his way. Isn't that, isn't that Nichols Cage? We could consult IMDB though. Last thing I remember is Wicker Man. Yeah, and that was like what? How long that was ago? like 2007, right? Yeah, that's at least ten years. Man, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong here. No, Nicholas Cage is that guy. I think the other guy you might be thinking of is Kevin Bacon, but both of those things are true. Both of those guys. Were they? I forget which Hollywood. Like, I don't know if it was their agent or whatever, which were their, their money managed, got person that managed their, their money, like. He was buying crazy stuff, though. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he didn't manage it well, either. Well, that's just what I read. I don't really know. Well, like, the, I think they had the same guy that, like, worked for both of them. Oh, I see. And he, like, embezzled a whole bunch of their money and, like, just ruined them, basically, you know? So to sum it up, peens are not bones. Cole, let's go ahead and move on to your recommendation. Oh, I'm looking up Nicolas Cage on the IMDb. Uh, uh, but I can go ahead and start. Well, yeah. actually, like... Just go ahead and start, probably. Yeah. Ask Siri if peens is bones. He was in... <laughs> He's been in stuff. He was in uh, Teen Titans Go <laughs> to the movies. As himself. <laughs> yeah, he's just been in a bunch of like underground cheap stuff. Um, my first recommendation is uh, I think I watched it yeah, it was on Amazon Prime but I don't know if it was like uh, Prime original or if it came on TV. Sneaky Pete. Oh, yeah. 
It is a Prime original. Oh yeah? Yeah. But, have you guys seen that show? It's, it's got, um, what's that actor's name? Giovanni... Giovanni Rabisi. Rabisi? Yeah. I don't Rubisi? know how you say it. I yeah. think it's Rabisi. I don't know. Yeah. But he's like a, a confidence man or a con man. And like, he is, he gets out of jail and like has to lay low and he like cons his way into this family. Like they haven't seen their, one of their like grandchildren in probably 20 years. So he just comes in and like says that he's that person like assumes their identity and they don't know any better because they haven't seen him and like it's interesting because at any given moment he is playing two different emotions at once like it's kind of crazy what he does and it's not even like it's not even his lines like it's written well but it's just like so he can act now he can okay he can act and it was also the show was created by or co-created by Brian Cranston and he's he's in it too he plays like a kind of a mob boss but yeah, it's really interesting. I, I like think it. I read Brian Cranston's autobiography, and he, he's. I think he said that when he was a kid, that somebody called him Sneaky Pete, like it was like a nickname. <laughs> it's like where he got the, the title for it. That's do you, cool. Do you guys feel like he actually plays a good gangster though? Who Brian Cranston? Yeah. I thought he was fine in that show. I mean, I haven't seen him ever play a gangster before that so i gotta be honest i've never been that impressed with brian cranston <laughs> no he I was i mean he kind of does in breaking bad i guess I not to, really though that's I'm, the I'm whole, lying. Part, he's that's the really whole like concept him. of that character he's not a gangster you know but by the end he's pretty much right but taking that that's on. why that one's convincing to me it's because yeah. he didn't start that way he's supposed to be an ultra straight guy and just ends up doing yeah. it I forgot what movie he's in, but he actually plays like a thug or like a, like a big, like high level, gangster guy, uh -huh. and it's just not convincing to me. Maybe it was just the script, but like this, he's not like super hardcore, um, dark gangster like he was where he got to in Breaking Bad. Yeah, where he got to at the end. It's more of like a. He's got a lot of levity, but, like, he'll use that to intimidate in weird ways. So, like, you'll think you're, like, in good standing with him, and he'll just turn the table on you real quick. Mm -hmm. And it's it's like he can't, you can't really trust what he's going to do next. So he's not, like, playing, like, this super dark, oh, angry guy. He's just kind of, like, it's almost like, did you see the Solo movie? You saw that with us, right? You know the gangster in that? That's kind of, like fake nice to all yeah, of his yeah, people yeah. and like that. he's got no personal space he just like is it's like that just like you, okay. you kind of cringe with how kind he is yeah but you know it's not real or like the beginning part of inglorious bastards i don't remember but uh, yeah christoph waltz yeah yeah oh, that still yeah. spooks me that scene just because yeah. he's being ultra nice it's like that yeah that's what he's going for in sneaky pete at least I mean, he does. He has moments where he gets mad, but like it's mostly that kind of. He intimidates you by being really close to you and being really kind, and mm -hmm. you don't know what to do. 
but I, it's a really good show. I think I've seen there's the two first seasons out. Couple episodes. I, I meant to watch more, and I just it was like one of those ones that I just didn't get back to it. But I liked I liked what I saw. Do you remember? Have you seen all of it? I've seen all that's on Amazon right now. Oh okay. So I I didn't know if it was an original. So I didn't know if it was coming on TV and oh, then yeah. going to Amazon. But I guess. That's all that's out so far. There's two seasons. I know... I don't know why it, this is. This would be interesting, but I know it was... I think it was supposed to be like a CBS show or something at, at first, when it first... When they were first creating it, like when they made the pilot. Mm -hmm. But then CBS passed on it. So when they... Then they went to Amazon and they... Then they picked it up and they kind of changed it to where like... I remember reading a review that said like it kind of... The tone of it and a lot of... It kind of changes a little bit. And once it gets to the second and third episodes, it kind of... I think yeah. uh, Graham Yost, the guy that ran uh, Justified, mm -hmm. that showed, I think he... I think he's the showrunner on... I remember seeing that name on, uh, in the credits. So. Sneaky Pete. Yeah. I wish they'd right. reprise... Um, what was his name in Malcolm in the Middle? Hal? Or, yeah. But, oh, like, yeah. make that a serious drama... Just the darkness of the father <laughs> yeah. in the middle. I wish, I wish they would... What was his name? Eddie Munoz? Munoz? Yeah, Munoz. I wish he would come back to acting. I feel like he could have a second wave. His own reconnaissance, if you will. Munozassance. <laughs> Freddy. It was Freddy Munoz. Mm -hmm. yeah. What do we say? I don't know. Oh. Um, <clears throat> one of my recommendations... I'm going to go ahead and do mine now. I guess. This <laughs> no. Is my transition. No. This is actually... <laughs> Stop it. After his recommendation, this might be too close to what you're saying, what we were already talking about in a way, but... Uh, That's okay. It's going to happen. I, uh, there's a show that I like, and I feel like this is the most obvious thing for me to say, but uh, I still really like it. I'm like, this is really good. It's Better Call Saul. Is on the. It's in the fourth season right now. I think this week the like eighth episode ran. But uh, yeah, this is. I, I was a big Breaking Bad fan, and well, you guys didn't y'all come? Yeah, were y'all watch, watched that? Yeah, yeah, we watched the finale here together. No, we watched Break the BJ. Right? No, no, we. I think we watched the finale over here. Oh. Well, you were so into it that like. You like had your little, own little isolated like yeah like, you shut a, a down Breaking Bad chamber and like I remember like <laughs> I was like hey Jeff can we like maybe not watch it whenever it first airs because I don't want to watch commercials and you were like no. oh like no really Did I say that? <laughs> yeah you were like no we we need to watch it as soon as it comes on he couldn't wait he couldn't <laughs> yeah, wait because you were excited like I'm you, sorry. you, you were that excited like, about it. like you don't have a temper late. or anything but. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think you would have thrown that chair like you did. <laughs> it was an antique and it broke. <laughs> it's really awkward. <clears throat> you told us all to shut up and sit down. No, that last <laughs> he half got, season or whatever. I he think got we that watched, wall like, look on his face almost every episode over here. Shut up. That sounds right. I do. I know, yeah. I remember the first first one for sure, and the last one because I made the little like. Uh, we had, I did like a little thing where like I wrote everybody's name and I was like, and then I wrote, I wrote like all of our names <laughs> oh, on yeah. like the, 
the Y axis. You kind of have the, the Deadpool. Everybody, the characters. And I was like, so bad. they're gonna live. They're gonna die. <laughs> Here's my prediction. What do you think? I think James won. Now that I, I feel like you won. Sure, I won. Anyway, uh, I have a very vague memory of that, but I know what happened. Uh, I, uh, uh, yeah. So Better Call Saul is the spinoff of the, of Breaking Bad. I guess everybody knows that. This is when I yeah, like he said, like I am very like into these shows to where when I talk about them, I feel like I really need to like reel it in a lot, like because most people are not into it as much as I am. But uh, I was. It, it's kind of one of those things where I. I think anyone who watches the show is like, yeah, it's really good. Like, it's almost like so obvious at this point that it's almost like goes without saying kind of thing. But uh, this has just been a, re a really good season, and I wanted to men mention it. I started it, and I tend to not like shows that are like, this is where all those characters came from. Yeah. And I was kind of, I probably didn't give it enough episodes. Yeah. Because I was getting that feeling, because... I think I made it to the one, the episode about Tuco. Mm -hmm. That was maybe like the third episode or something. I didn't even I last the, the first second. episode. He's in the second and some of the other. But I have, I have a rule that I broke, which is give a show like five episodes <laughs> because it usually is kind of weird for the first two. But the, the show I got too busy a, and didn't come back. So. It has a different pace than Breaking Bad. It's like real patient, like. And I think that turns a lot of people off. But I watched the first season. I just, uh, is one of those things where it's like when season two came around, it's like, I'll just wait until the whole, the whole season's out. So then I can just yeah. binge watch it all. And then season three came out. It's so like, oh, I should get around to watching that. And then I just never, I just I haven't caught up yet. Not saying that I haven't, I won't go back and yeah, watch it one yeah, day. Uh -huh, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I, I did, I did make it through season one. Like, whenever it was coming on. But, like, I just didn't keep up with it. Because who watches TV anymore? Am I right, guys? God, I love binge-watching shows. I watched, like, two episodes earlier today of something. I was binging a show. <laughs> That's so binge. It's man. like, I think he's kidding, but he might be serious. And I kind of want to ask him what it is. I don't sure. watch anything, hardly. You don't? I don't have internet. I don't have Netflix. You did say I'm not you kidding. have a show. You bought a show. You, yeah. YouTube. I, yeah, I, I YouTube a lot now. I actually. do. I do, actually. You just bought Twin Peaks. I did. I just bought Twin Peaks and 16 Candles. Is it okay to put that out pink. there? And you bought those too? Yeah, and uh, Delocated. It was an adult is. swim show with uh, John Glazer in it. <laughs> John Benjamin's and a lot of bubbles from stuff. He he's probably in this actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I'm, wait, are, <laughs> I feel like I scared you just then. Um. So how would you compare it to Breaking Bad though? Like, do you like it just as much, or is it just so different that you don't even? Um. Okay. Some people at this point. Have they think it's better than Breaking Bad? Really? I, for me, I'm surprised. For me, I'm not there yet. Uh, the tone is lighter. Like the stakes are kind of yeah, not as life and death. Well, so 
far there they are kind of but it's not as intense on that level as breaking bad yeah but it's more like a kind of character driven but it's very uh super detailed like do they have a character that says bitch a lot uh, I don't think, no, not really. It's not better then. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's better. I, I guess, uh, there, I think because I've seen Breaking Bad and because Better Call Saul is a prequel, it kind of, in, in a way, you're like, well, I know what happens to that person. I know what happens to that person. So you kind of don't worry about it. But I think the way they make it, they've, they, they're really, the writers are just really good. They know how to make it interesting, even if you don't, they'll, they'll kind of even, like, play with your expectations a little yeah. bit. Like, no, that first season, <clears throat> when the first season ends, that definitely happens, like, where it's, like, the last episode, like, is really impactful. It, it like, shook me up a little bit watching, which is like, dang, that's rough. <laughs> it gets, I think it gets better, I think each season has been better than the one before, the fourth one, there's just a lot happening right now, and uh, well, you definitely yeah, piqued I like my it. interest, Jeff. I will probably, maybe I'll get around to watching it now that you've given it such a glowing recommendation. Yeah, man, it's it's. Which I think it's made like with better? the same like uh, quality as far as like the. You know that they put as much work in, into it, you know, like the acting is just as good, the directing. Oh, it's all made by the same people, it's right? It's all like, yeah, it's all just as well done. The story's a little different, but it's still that like character-driven type story kind of thing. If you have to pick one or the other, which one do you pick? I Breaking Bad is like my favorite TV show. Like Nothing's going to knock it off That's his favorite thing throne. ever. <laughs> I like it more than even my podcast. <laughs> well... Whoa! Hey, and your podcast is good. Well, and we're I don't on mean it. to brag. You know. <laughs> this is like episode thirty-one. <laughs> wow! Really? Yeah. Nice. Um. Do you want to go, James? Before we like run out of time. Sure. Well, how many recommendations are we gonna do have this time? How many? Three. Is that how we? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the second round. Beginning of the second round. Okay. Well. This is going to be sort of like a, re- a suggestion based upon something that I haven't completed yet. So I won't be as uh, knowledgeable about the thing that I'm talking about. I just know that I like it and then I'm going to keep watching it. <laughs> There's this show on Netflix called Maniac. Uh, have you all heard of it? I've already seen it all. Yeah, you've already seen it all. So I'm probably three quarters into it, I think. So maybe I should just let you guys talk about it. <laughs> I don't know a thing about it, James. Okay. Enlighten me. Well, it's about it stars Jonah Hill, and it also stars him opposite Emma Stone, and then what's the name of the other guy from Justin Thoreau? Justin Thoreau's in it. Wait, the Prime Minister of Canada? No. Isn't that his name? Is that, is that the same name as the? Maybe I don't know, but like Justin Trudeau. Justin yeah, okay, Trudeau. that's what I was thinking. Of. Oh, okay, okay. Justin Thoreau was. He's he, been, you'd he's know the guy that's married song. to Jennifer Aniston, and he's in that. He's in all. He's not anymore. Stuff. Or he used to be married to Jennifer Aniston. Some... He was in that <laughs> show, Left the Leftovers. I don't know if you saw yeah. that. Yeah, American was, Psycho. That was really good. He was in that. Oh, American Psycho. <laughs> yeah. Mulholland Drive. I think he was in that. 
Yeah, he was in that. We were talking. Ron and I were talking about that. Yeah, that's I know what those last two were. He doesn't remember it because well, something was going on. Now that we've established all the actors that are in the show, <laughs> um, I'll give. Um, maybe I'll just give my incomplete uh, first impressions of the show, and then if you guys want to fill in the gaps, you can. Um, so, my main thing about it is like uh, the act- it's really well acted. So like the i I've only seen the first episode. Justin. Thoreau hasn't even shown up yet. I guess he should probably shows up in the next episode. But mainly just Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. He has a pretty good, pretty memorable introduction. Yeah, um, he does. But yeah, Emma Stone and Jonah Hill, like they both are just making their characters as believable as possible. Like you kind of get sucked in to the show based upon how much they're trying. Like they're they're like giving they're like treating it like this is like an actual like like triple a movie production in terms of like the you know the their their expressions and the way they're de- delivering their lines and stuff it's all really top-notch work but uh just the, like the way the show is shot it's really beautiful like and it the whole thing is really surreal mainly because the, the main character jonah hill is um schizophrenic he's been he's Clinically diagnosed as schizophrenic, and uh, that's like the main thing that he's having to deal with is because he doesn't know what's real and what's not. So every now and then he'll have like this these psychotic episodes, where like he'll be looking at the ground and then like the rocks and the ground will start moving and vibrating and like lift like lifting up off the ground and like he's so he's constantly having to deal with dealing with whether or not his own perception is real and whether or not the reality that he's living in is actually what's truly happening. And that's a lot of what he's going through. Like he's deciding, I don't know if he's off of his meds. I haven't quite figured that out yet because I've only watched the first episode or if he's refused to take, stop taking his meds, but I don't remember. It also is like, it seems like it's some weird alternate reality where it's almost like the eighties, but it's now. I read an interview with the guy who, the writer of this Patrick Somerville, I think his mm-hmm. name, and he he was saying that like they, uh, uh, I don't know if you know, I don't want to say too much. They're trying to ground the uh, real world of the show, kind of, uh, but they they or they wanted it to be kind of different a little bit. So they 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 kind of were like, what if like Steve Jobs like died in like some truck like hit Steve Jobs and he never uh-huh. like made like the iPhones and all yeah. this kind of stuff and so all the tech is like kind of still yeah. based in like the 80s and yes. sort of stuff like that. Yeah, aesthetic. speaking of like the iPhone, uh, there's actually a really, one of the th- the scenes that actually kind of like really drew me into the show is because you don't see stuff like this anymore. Like Jonah Hill is like on the on the phone and it's one of those old, the old phones where you actually have to pick up the phone and like the, the, the keypad's like on the base and he's actually talking on the phone like like it's a landline and like nowadays because everything's modern everybody has cell phones you can't get like that type of dialogue or that type of performance out of people nowadays it's almost like a lost art in terms of acting to how you can actually progress the narrative of a show through like a simple phone call like that or whatever and like you can see like the camera's just on his face, and you can see, like, all the different expressions on his face while he's talking on the phone. Anyway, that's, like, a real weird sort of, like, 
small example detail kind, of. detail kind of thing but like that was just something that kind of like really got me on board with the show for whatever reason because he's acting his ass off and the fact that the whole show is so surreal just like why that's that's just so interesting that he would be using a phone like that whenever there's all there's obviously this whole other aspect of like technology like and there's like it's like it's weird it's like there's like the private sector technology is like off the charts but mm-hmm. everybody in the yeah, public yeah. sector sector is still like stuck in the 80s or whatever unless you're like super rich then you might have you might have a cell phone if you're super rich or something but uh anyway that's like in the 80s yeah, yeah. <laughs> they but, also have that I'll, I'll go ahead I'm no it's okay that's that's basically all i can really talk about it is just well, like i think the performances are all amazing and I'm gonna keep watching the show, and the whole. And I know, like, if you watch the trailer, like, you know where like the show's going. So, like, if you just if you're listening to this, if you're still listening to this, just Google Maniac, and you might like it. You might might pique your interest. But I just, as far as I can tell, like the acting is probably like its strongest suit. You know, it's one of those shows that it doesn't really give anything away. So, like, you don't really know what's happening until it happens you can't predict it like they don't foreshadow anything really and you probably don't even really get a good sense of the plot for like four episodes because <laughs> like i remember thinking what the hell am i watching yeah like, what's happening yeah i know what you mean and then i kind of started to understand little by little as it happened but how far did you say you are Jane? i only watched the first episode yeah <laughs> but but it's all like it's all engaging, like you said. Like yeah. it captures you pretty quick. It was. I know the guy who directed it was uh, Kerry Fukunaga, who who did uh, oh, uh, the first season of True Detective. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, he and he actually this last week I'm got hired to do like the new James Bond movie. It was like the day before Maniac dropped on Netflix. Whoa, they really? announced that. Yeah. Oh, I like that. So, what were you saying? You were what? I like that guy a lot because yeah. that first uh, season of True Detective, like yeah, that's it's all him. Amazing. Well, I mean the the actors, of course, t- like yeah, he held kicked that off up the reconnaissance. Yeah, for yeah. real. I'm gonna do my best Ronnie impression, but is Daniel Craig's going to have acid trips? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. You do it. You do one, please. Um. James Bond's not white anymore. <laughs> Isn't he gonna be Idris Elba or whatever? No, he's Daniel Craig's gonna it. do like the. He has what? one more. I don't want to see yeah, it. Yeah, this now. is supposed to be his last Daniel no. Craig's last James Bond movie. Which is weird because I thought he was like adamant about not doing any more of them. Right, and then, that's because they asked him that question right after he finished the movie. Like it would uh, probably have been like maybe yeah. a week or two after they had wrapped shooting. No, I hate this. <laughs> and so he had. That's why he had that reaction. I'm gonna go skateboard with my friends. <laughs> um, on Maniac again, like I, I, I would. It's it's almost like I think it'd be a real interesting show to really like once everybody's had seen it all, like to just talk we about come all back it. to There's it. A, it's almost like a, there's stuff I'd want to say, but I don't want to like ruin it for y'all or people listening. And maybe that's it. an idea yeah. for a show. Like, yeah. we can have a tastemakers where like we just all watch stuff that everybody talked about. That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> We're assigned like something to watch, and we make our 
We were gonna do that with uh, Fight Club. We've all seen that. Yeah. Oh, like a like a new kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like a brand new show. We That'd be cool. Seen. Well, me and Jeff are pretty much done with Maniac, so <laughs> that would be the easiest for us. We can call it Taste Developers. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's thing. a good one. That's a good one. I like that show. It, the the uh, like production design on the yeah. show is like amazing. Yeah. I think that was probably one of my favorite parts of the show was that. Mm-hmm. And like Emma Stone, I thought she was like really, really good. I mean, the direction, it's like a show, one of those shows where it's just pleasant to like watch because it's so in- interestingly made. Like you're like, yeah. man, yeah. I, don't, like I the, don't even understand the writing, what's going on. The visuals, on, the soundtrack, the acting, everything is very... It's like watching yeah. like a movie, you know. That that's what it felt like to me, at least. Yeah. I'm curious what after you see more, what you'll think of it. Uh, are you? Uh, that's my thing. Okay. <laughs> I talked about it. I thing. need to get better at the like. Are you done? Great. All right, now <laughs> you go. Done. Me talk about thing Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to talk about Larry David. Whoa. Ooh, do it. I, lo- I love Larry David. I'm sick of this. <laughs> he used to make Seinfeld. Dana. What is it called? Curb Your Enthusiasm. We had a tent, pants tent in the first episode. Just right off the bat. His gifts are better than his shows. He needs to keep making gifts. Speak on that. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best gif? The uh, one where he's like, this is not good for audio, where he's just kind of like, well, you can look him up. <laughs> where he's doing he the thinking shrugs, thing. Like yeah. get it. Ron's making a face and it's funny. <laughs> the one where he's thinking intensely. Very Larry David-like. Anyways, he needs to keep producing these gifs. Because what he's doing, he's not he's making these shows and scrapping the entire thing and then making gifts out of them. Keep doing that, Larry. I have to turn your volume down a little bit. You're Sorry. Little... Furious. <laughs> <laughs> what if the only way he knows how to make those gifts is to cannibalize an entire show? That's what I'm that's what he does now. Yeah. Guys he can't make the gifts without the So we show. already have the emoji movie. What if we have the GIF movie? <laughs> it's just Larry David. Larry David. I hope nobody produces... in Hollywood is listening to this. Larry, but this is the GIF movie. Oh, they'd have my hide. No, I mean they'll, they'll be like, ooh, I like this. The GIF movie idea. Yes. Surely I'm not the first person to think of this. Yeah, right? I guarantee that's already on the drawing board somewhere. Because even for Love, they had like promotional GIFs for that, with that's... Gillian Jacobs. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Yeah. I think I'm like right on the edge of. Gift like I, I like when like you're done whenever with we, it already. No, I mean like I don't usually send them or or get them or receive them from people. But oh, you're just we're discovering all like a, them. Like we're all four of us when we're planning these, we're in this this like gift little land. Uh, group conversation, and everybody's like texting each other all these gifts, and I'm like looking at them like, Haha, that's funny. <laughs> how do I do that? <laughs> you sent some gifts. Yeah, I figured out how to do it. Oh. That's, that's but primary it's way still I communicate. You guys are like kind of. You guys introduced me to. <laughs> <laughs> Gifts can say things that you can't text. 
Well, I just, just gets across. Like you just said, like yeah. you can't really describe it. That's a good point. Gifts say a lot of things my heart want to, but my mouth can't describe. Mm. Do you, okay, when you're like, you're in a text conversation with somebody and you're like, okay, it's time to send a gift. Do you just, do you just like find something real fast and then send it? Or do you like spend like about oh, five minutes like going through? Yeah, like, I'll oh, come through a bunch of them to find the right one. I have yeah. a library of oh, go-tos do? that I have on my phone that are just my faves. Actually that makes sense because you guys them? will send stuff like really quick. Yeah, and I'm sometimes. like, how did they send that? So that thing, it's so like applicable to what we're talking about. And it's so right on. And it, There's an art to it. How did they it? do that? Well, I don't know if you noticed, Jeff, but... Half of my comedic repertoire is based upon references to movies and things like that. So gifts are just like the visual representation of the thing that I'm I would reference normally, but in gift form. That was beautiful. James is the gift master, though. I want to say that. <laughs> yeah, he finds the uh, very rare gems. And okay. the, the lightning extra, speed. Let's do the, the let's, extra spicy ones. Yeah. <laughs> let's pretend like we're in a text conversation right now. Like, what is the very next gift that you would send right now, James? Me? Send right now? Is it, I know you're not looking at your phone, but... Uh... Gosh. Oh, there's this SNL sketch where, like, Will Ferrell, he's an extra in a movie, but, like... There's like one com there's there's conversation A and there's conversation B, but like Will Ferrell really wants to get extra camera time in because he's an extra, so he literally keeps walking into frame and pretending like he's talking on his cell phone. <laughs> he's going, just moving his mouth around, just to sort of because he just really wants to get like a close up or whatever. So that's the one I would pick for somebody's pretending like they're talking and they're what they're saying is really really interesting. So I try to find that. How would you search for would that? You type in Wolf Ferrell. It's a Wolf Ferrell SNL phone? talking phone. <laughs> and it may it, that's pretty obscure, but if I could find it, oh boy. That's a lot the of them are like, it's like, oh, thanks, or happy, or what'd you say? Or confused. <laughs> I found um, a secret world where, remember in the MySpace days, there'd be those like really like archaic gifts of just sparkly pictures. Mm -hmm. Like just the sparkles, what was, what was moving on there, like the picture was still. They have oh. a lot of those on there. Oh, really? And they're hilarious. Yeah. Like they're so bad. So MySpace. So. <laughs> this conversation has derailed. <clears throat> so moving on. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go through everybody and have everybody say what their special gift would be. Good. <laughs> well, I'm not giving him anything to work with, and I think he's doing good. Actually, giving me questions. So what? good job, Jeff. Oh, okay. No, I was, I was being you. serious right now. Um. Y'all can't see this, but I'm going to stand up and I'm going to go hug Ron. Oh, he's doing it. Oh, oh what a sweetie. Jeff, that's <sighs> not a... Thanks for coming to this, buddy. Ow, my butt. He just gave me a bunch of butt slaps. I'm going to walk back over to my 
Jeff sure. thinks okay. doing butt it. slaps. I'm watching sitting hugs? back down. He sat down. Oh. I'm glad I didn't trip on any uh, wire on the ground. That was rough. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> if you're if anyone's listening to this and crying right now, I, I understand. I have one more thing to say oh, about okay. that hug you just did. Yeah. I think it's cool you're wearing a robe. You're in your own house. Mm-hmm. But dude, you gotta wear like at least undies under there, cause it's one of those short robes. You with were, silk and short. Listen, Calling you what, man? You're slapping thigh right now. I think I saw some <laughs> peen bone. Listen, it's my house. I can dress however I want. It's my podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you guys coming coming over here. Well, okay, I, I like wearing okay, this hey, robe. Okay, okay? Casting I think this robe makes me look whoa, whoa, nice. Whoa, whoa. Okay, just sit down, Jeff. Don't stand up in your chair. Just <laughs> when you stand up, we can see it. Yeah. That's why you you did. Found, bun- that's why you're acting like it was so awkward when I was hugging you. Because the robe's too sexy. Too, okay. <laughs> now we're. It's a too sexy. We're having a real break. Yeah. We're having a breakthrough here. It's a too sexy. <laughs> you know what? Next time you guys come come over, I will wear underwear under my robe. Thank you, and we, we appreciate respect, that. You know what I mean? Because it's it's not easy to drive over to some dude's house and like talking to some microphones. Because you've got a real you wide man stance for me to right now. Where? Yeah, you know what? Let me like kind of cross my legs. <laughs> there, now it's better. Thank you. <laughs> Cole, what did you have next? Um, so this one's an oldie but a goodie, but there's a reason I picked it. Um. Avatar The Last Airbender, the cartoon, Nickelodeon. They're going to make that into a Netflix show. Did you know that? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. You just oh stole my, my thunder. God. I'm but sorry. I'm glad you did because it's the perfect segue. I can't wait till they did make a movie. Did you guys hear about this? I think I heard, heard, I, I heard I, a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be a TV series, or I guess it's a live action show on Netflix. Oh, no. But the creators of the cartoon are making. Oh, really? So they're starring in it. <laughs> yeah, it's those guys. <laughs> no, no one can do it right. We will. So the the problem with the movie was mainly because those guys kind of got shut out, and it was like M Night oh. Shyamalan party where he writes it, produces it, and directs it all by himself, and doesn't really listen to anyone else's input. But these guys are actually really good creative directors, and like the show is really good. Like the, I don't know if you've seen yeah. the cartoon, but I it haven't gets seen really it. But good. I've always heard that the TV show is really good, and the movie is, is not very good. No, the movie's terrible, but that show is awesome. So what is it about? I don't understand. It kind of takes place. Well, you, you've seen you know, the movie with the blue people, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. It's when they're kids. It's when they're all kids. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and it's starring James Cameron <laughs> as the last airbender. The airbenders, those are those like flying creatures that no, kind of bend m- through the air? No, they, it's mainly about farts. Oh. They're bending the air around their butts. Okay. Um, it takes place in a, a fantasy world, sort of, but it's based on Asian cultures. So there's, I think there's four main kingdoms, and each one kind of takes after a different Asian 
culture. So That's they have Earth Kingdom, Fire Kingdom, Water Kingdom, and Air Kingdom. So like the Airbenders are kind of like Tibetan monks. The Fire Nation is kind of like Japan. The Earth Nation is like China. And they each have their own style of fighting and their own culture. And they're all at war, basically. And the Avatar is kind of like the emissary between all of them. He represents every nation and he has, he can, each nation can bend a certain way, which is like, kind of like telekinesis of a certain thing. So Earth Nation can Earth bend so they can control rocks with their minds create stuff, throw rocks and all this stuff. And same with fire and water. They each have their own thing. Is and it real? The Avatar can do all of it. Was it a Nickelodeon show? Yeah, it was a Nickelodeon okay. cartoon. How many seasons did you I think there was four. Four. I want to say like three. It's like three in a movie. Like there's three full seasons and like the fourth book is kind of like a two hour long movie. Yeah. What I remember. Some, yeah. It's like the fourth book, it's just like the climax where he's like, I'm going to go fight the big bad guy, you know? Yeah. He has, like, the Fire Lord is kind of like Hitler in that show, and he's trying to take over the world. Oh, okay. And so the airbender, the last airbender, is he's called the last airbender because his whole... Um, his whole race was destroyed, and he's the only one left of the airbenders. And he's... Oh, okay. He has to learn how to do all the other bending. That sounds funny. But he has to learn how to firebend and waterbend to become, like, the full-fledged avatar. And, uh... That's mainly what the show's about, is him traveling the world and trying to become proficient at all these skills so he can take down the Fire Lord before he can take over the world. Hmm. But it's really interesting because it's... it's It's got a very cool aesthetic to it. Lots of, like, Asian culture. And, like, all the animals are, like, mixtures of animals. So you're not gonna just see a wolf. It'll be like a... It'll be like a... Monkey wolf. Polar bear dog. <laughs> There's... Yeah, polar bear dog. Um, he, and that's that's actually their names too. Like usually, if it's a hybrid, yeah. they'll just call, they'll just like do like a compound word of whatever two ample animals that that thing is, you know. So he has, he has a, uh, what is it called? Is it just called an air bison? Yeah, I think so. He has a air bison. It's his kind of avatar creature that he. Is, is like his pet. Is it air buffalo or air bison? It's bison, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But it's like a giant buffalo mixed with a caterpillar mixed with a beaver. So it's got like a big beaver tail. It's got like six legs and it can fly and it has like a buffalo head. It's just like... Mm -hmm. It's a cool show. If you like anime, it's very anime style inspired. But it yeah. is an American production well it's so. produced by americans i think it's actually animated in korea though yeah they did get actual anime animators but it was all written in america and then yeah like he said so cool 
and the action's really good. They did a lot of rotoscoping, it seems mm -hmm. like. So any fight scenes, they would actually have martial artists do the moves and they'd animate it. So That's cool. It's pretty I neat. I don't see a lot of... An you may see more like animation that's done that way, but I don't, I don't think I've seen a whole Not lot. nowadays, usually. Especially anime. Like, they usually just do whatever they want. But, yeah, you can really tell these are like real movements. I mean, not every scene, but every once in a while you'd be like, that's definitely a person Yeah. making those moves. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, that's going to be a TV show. Like I, I heard about that, but I had, I had not seen the show, so I didn't... Well, it's all on Amazon Prime, I think. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, we're basically just a giant commercial for Amazon and Netflix. <laughs> I know, I'm like, I have this list of stuff, and I'm like, should I say the thing that's on Amazon, or should I say this <laughs> other thing? Yeah, does, <clears throat> does Netflix actually sponsor anybody? Do they need any advertisements? Yeah, they, there's commercials they, for Netflix, right? Well, actually, right? no, it, it is on Netflix, because that show's coming on Netflix, so they acquired the cartoon. That's where I saw it. Yeah. I didn't want to tell y'all, because it's kind of awkward, just money stuff <laughs> with podcasts, but I get $10,000 for every tastemaker's up. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to cut that part out. I, I, need to, I don't want y'all to know about that. <laughs> well, if you cut it out, we'll still know. Yeah. We, we know. Okay, I'm going to say, <laughs> have you guys, have you guys ever heard of the podcast Retronauts? It, there's a, it's a, it's kind of a retro video game, po they talk about video games that came out like, on like the original Nintendo or Super Nintendo or whatever they'll talk about, uh, Nintendo 64, just older, mo anyway, one of the guys that is, uh, it does is in the Retronauts podcast. His name's Jeremy Parrish, and I was, I found that he has this uh, YouTube page, YouTube channel. Uh, it's under his name, Jer Jeremy Parrish, and he he's like it's like he does all these like retrospectives videos of they're like maybe around ten to fifteen minutes long of just all these different old video games and stuff, and he. Uh, he he goes through um, like there you can go to different playlists that he's had and he'll like he'll have one that's like NES 1985 and he'll go through like every game that was apparently every game that was released I think he I think in that year there was like 20 videos which I I was like that seems like low yeah but I don't know if anyway but he's he kind of the first episode of that series like he goes into like the basically the history of Nintendo itself, like as a company, and kind of goes, then comes back in, into like how they were getting into like arcades and like they'd made, they'd even made some Atari games, which I didn't realize, like there's like a Mario Brothers Atari game, apparently. And then they made Don Donkey Kong and then that became like this kind of big hit. And then that sort of led them to make, making the Famicom in, in uh, Japan. And then, um, it's kind of the, anyway, so like that first episode kind of goes, it goes real deep into the stuff. There's, uh, there's a lot of U YouTube videos about 
like video games and stuff yeah. like that. You can like look look at reviews and stuff. Like game uh, historians. But I've been like real impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaming historian is really good too. Uh, uh, but if you like that kind of stuff, um, he's he's like the 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 production quality is like really good, and he's I think he's he's like a journalist, so he, he kind of has he knows what he he's it's very professional and like the uh, the video games always look really cool like he, the way he captures them and everything and what's it called again? Yeah. It's it, if you type in just his name Jeremy Parrish. Mm-hmm. Uh, into YouTube, it'll take you. It'll show like his channel, and he he has like, I think I, I was looking earlier. I think it said like three hundred and sixty three videos now. He went through like, I think he's done two years of uh, the NES, and then he did like a bunch of Game Boy videos. I think that was a big thing he did for a while, and then he's, I, I'm I'm kind of going through some he did on the Super Nintendo. Stuff. How many subscribers does he have? Um, I don't know. I do know that every, under, like, just about every video, there, someone comments, like, Dude, you should have so many more subscribers. These are so good. <laughs> but, uh, I, know, I don't know. I, I, I've really enjoyed them. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. He'll kind of talk about, he, a lot of it is, he, he'll talk about the behind the scenes as far as, like, how they, you know, like, the technology that they were trying to use in this certain game or I didn't realize like in 1985 like I think Nintendo came over like in 1986 maybe but he's talking about like the the black box games I don't know if you know what I'm talking about well like if they're if it's NES if it's black box then that means it's not like an officially licensed game by Nintendo well I think the original or black carts the original bunch of games that, that they published themselves were in these black boxes. They were like the box, but yeah, okay, the box is about? different than the actual car- gaming cartridge. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. sleeve, is that what you're talking about? Because it came with like a little black sleeve. It's kind of like the the way it looks on the... Yeah, you've no, probably I know seen what you're it. talking about. Like, if, yeah. you've, if like, you have uh, the NES Classic, I think they have the like covers the of the... Art, you can probably yeah. see some of them have that yeah. type of black box style oh, I yeah. see. cover. Uh, but I, I guess I didn't realize like it when I, I mean, I started playing Nintendo as whenever around it, when it came out, but I didn't have like every game. I had like a couple games. I remember going to the store and seeing, well, I want to have all these games, <laughs> but I didn't realize like how much the, in the NES's life cycle, like how, how much the games evolved, like all the early games or mm-hmm. you're like, this is so crude. Like it's, I mean, it is Barely a step forward from like Atari, really. Yeah, and then you look at stuff like Super Mario Brothers three and things yeah, like that mm-hmm. later on. Three was awesome. I think he did one about uh, Super Mario Brothers three. I'm sure. I know. I, I know. I watched one on the. He did like a couple, like two or three episodes on the original Super Mario Brothers so, and stuff. But. So are like, are you into collecting classic video games at all, or, or do you just like playing the games? I like, I mean, I don't have, like, the old systems. Like, I got that Super NES, Super Nintendo mini thing the like you have. classic thing, yeah. That's, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't buy the old, old cartridges and stuff, but I like playing the games. But I, I think, to me, it's, a lot of it is, like, you're, a lot of the games that he talked about, I'm like, I don't know if I would even want to play them, but it's kind of cool just to yeah. hear, because it's stuff I'd never got around to playing, and I just missed them back then, but. Well. Uh, I don't know if this is relevant, but there's actually a gaming 
there's like a con this weekend called Retro Palooza, and it's in Arlington. Yeah. Okay. And um, is the I, gaming historian gonna be there? You mentioned. I don't know. I was gonna. I, feel like I, heard... I was probably gonna Google that after you were done talking, but there's actually like a handful of people that I all actually have watched their videos before, like, on YouTube. Like, I'm not, like, a major fan, but I am subscribed to a lot of these guys, and I've listened to a lot of their stuff over the years, but I was thinking about maybe going, because they, I mean, they do they do have, like, vendors and stuff you can buy, like, video games and stuff, but, like, there's also, like, classic toys and all sorts of stuff there, too, if you wanted to go. Just, my, it, if anything, like, it... If like uh, if you're a fan of, of like any of these guys, if you look them up, like it's not like at some conventions where like you have to like pay money to like get them to sign something. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure you can just go up and just talk to these guys and they'll have a conversation with you and it doesn't feel artificial like where it's like, oh, I have to pay $20 just to like say hi to you, you know? So I was thinking about going just because I do like, okay. I do like some of these guys. I think they are... I do like listening to hear them talk about things, you know, so. I just found out a couple of days ago, my boss was talking about it. Nintendo has been a company for like a hundred years. I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Yeah. They're like an industrial company or something like that they, before. Uh, I don't remember what he I said. I think they made, they've made like, they made like a lot of like cards and card games. Yeah, it was like, things, it like, was like playing cards at first. And, and Japanese playing uh, cards. One thing that... Jeremy Parrish, what he gets into and in, originally in a lot of the games is some of the games are based on like uh, toys they made like in the 70s. Like there'd be like a shooting game that was kind of, you didn't realize it just playing the game, but it was actually based on this like shooting gallery type thing that they had made like in 1975 or whatever. It's like it had a lot of, like there's roots that kind of went deeper than you'd think. Can I read this real quick? Yeah. It's short. I thought this was funny. So, yeah, they made playing cards. By 1963, the company had tried several small niche businesses, such as cab services and love hotels. What? Oh. <laughs> a love hotel is a type of short-stay hotel found around the world, operated primarily purpose of allowing guests privacy for sexual activities. Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo. God. Have y'all heard of uh, the sexy Bowser meme that's going on right, right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but it makes sense, it's, you know. It's called Bowsette, uh -huh. and, like, it's super lewd, and, like, all of the nerds are... It's gross. Like, like they, they've made, like, they gave, they gave made Bowser, like, a, like a chick. Oh, well, they do that with a lot of stuff, don't they? Yeah, but, like, this week has been, like... It, like, it, like, like, the floodgates have been opened... Wow. The floodgates. <laughs> I've seen drawings, but I haven't like. I, I didn't. I did not go down that rabbit hole. I can't find anything. I don't. Just, know. You have to get yeah, on the dark web. Yeah. Oh, Bowsette. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Got to log into Tor. Find that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here I go. <laughs> Is it B O W? Yeah, like Bowser. Actually, I think it's probably B O W S E T T E, maybe. I thought yeah. Bowser had a Z in it. I don't know. Well, I didn't like I said, 
I didn't Google it. Google bouncer. This isn't funny. It's Trust just... me, guys. I didn't Google it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. These aren't funny, though. This is just <laughs> weird. Say... It's that. Oh, yeah. It's just... Is that what you're talking it's about? Just a yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's probably that's probably one of them. That wasn't funny, James. They were kind of actually. Now by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it was lewd. Oh, I, I didn't say we it was laughing, funny. So I thought it was going to be the good kind. It's funny because there's probably dudes, you know. Yes. <laughs> I was about to ask you to recommend something, but I don't know if I want to anymore. Aww. It's our uh, final but, round. Yeah, it's going to be the good stuff. Save the best for I'm just last. Just gonna go then. You kind of already recommended this. Here we go. <laughs> no, go ahead. Don't Get leave. Sit down. He's leaving. James Bye. is leaving. Okay, fine. I'll come back. Yeah, come. That sit was the back door down. I'm putting in closing. Come sit back down, sweetie. Okay, here I am. Now he's in a robe. Well. <laughs> Since we're, you saw the robes I had hanging up outside the door just for everybody to grab. Oh, okay. Trying to make everybody well, come comfortable. Come on, Cole. Let's go put our robes on. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh, this one's nice. Wow, that was fast, you guys. Wow, yeah. See? It's so smooth on my skin. I'm going to not tie the front. Mine doesn't have a tie in the front, just in the back, like a hospital gown. Oh okay, now we're all in robes. Now you can go. Okay, since we're already on the topic of gaming... Uh, yes, gaming. Yeah. I have a video game I was going to recommend. And uh, it's made by PlayStation. And, like, PlayStation came up with, like, this really cool character. Like, he's in New York. And, like, he fights crime. Oh, great. It's like I've never... I'm just really fascinated by this character. I've never seen anything quite like it. And, like, he he wears, like, a red and blue jumpsuit. And he goes around New York helping the police catch, like, these really powerful, like, crime lords. So he's, like, a policeman? Yeah, he actually calls himself a cop in the game. Oh, he's, like, Grand Theft Auto. Kinda. But, like... He's he doesn't murder anybody. Like he always like saves them like before they have any get seriously hurt by anything, you know? And like it's this really cool ability where like he shoots like webs out of his wrists. Mm. It's like I'm just amazed that Sony had this much creativity to come up with this character all on their own, you know? And he has like this whole cast of like villains that he has to stand off against and and he, as you progress through the game, like, you learn more about his personal life and, like, his relationships with his girlfriend and his aunt. Like, his aunt is in the game. This is a new game? Yeah, this is a new game, yeah. Okay. This is, like, like a Sony super made cop. It, and it's completely 100, 100% original, made by Sony. Uh. And uh, they, uh, it's just about this. Doesn't, oh, doesn't he have, like, he shoots, like, lasers or something out of his eyes no, but he has like this this sense that where he can avoid danger like at the last second. You know, oh. like he can dodge bullets and punches and stuff. Cop danger. Yeah, like he he stops, he prevents the danger power cop from ha- happening to himself. Um, do you guys know what I'm talking about? It's like does this sound familiar? No. Yeah. Well, I just got 
It what? just came out, right? Yeah, it just came out, and it's like the biggest game. Like I saw ads for it like everywhere in London. Bug Boy. Bug we Boy. Have, we have different like stuff. Like the cultures are different. You know what I mean? Like what we're into mm. is different than. Oh, so they would. Yeah. Over there they it was kinda... called. Over there it was called Spider Man. Oh. So. What is it, was it called here? Spider Man, I think. Spider Man. Like yeah. a man that's a spider. I don't understand. Yeah, no, it's, it's... You're not alone. He has the abilities of a spider, and he can swing around the city and fight crime. I was just really impressed that Sony, like, came up with this lore just for, yeah. like, a video game. You know? What will they think of next? What is weird, because they usually buy stuff up and then use that, but they've yeah, actually like just created licensing. something original. Yeah, yeah. completely well, good original. good for Sony. I'm on board with this. That's amazing. They just came up with that? Yeah. They have they put so much money into that stuff these days. I mean like like those old NES games, like they'd say there was like three people working on them. And these new games, they have like it's like a city. A thousand people, like 10 people sitting around like tables being like what would be cool. That is well, that would be a cool meeting though to sit in like I'm sick of all this stuff getting remade. We need to make our own stuff now. Sony. And then, like, <laughs> they're sitting there and everyone's, like, kind of at their wits end. They're, like, all mad. And then, like, some, like, one of them, like, looks down on the ground. There's, like, a little spider walking out. They're, like, a cop. Get that. Hey, there's a spider. Hey, man, there's a spider. Spider. This man. Spider. Man. Spider. 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 About that meeting when they came up with him. And he did see a spider on the ground, but he was like, a super cop. When he looked at the spider. (laughs) (laughs) And then they were like, no, that's a spider, Henry. (laughs) And he was like, no, damn it. The super cop. That's what we've got to make. Have you been playing this spider guy? I, I couldn't put it down. Like, I played it all the way through, and so... So, I mean, I can still the 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 map of New York is like I think one to one, or at least Manhattan. So I haven't well, like done everything on the island of Manhattan, but I just really thought I'd share that I was really impressed that Sony did all this amazing work on this new IP for this video game. Man, well, Sony's so good at IPs. <laughs> Hey, I see. I've heard that. It's really fun. I had fun. You played it, Jeff? No. No? I just play old games. That's cool, man. So I've I. never even heard of that. Except for Fortnite. That's yeah. That's a new game you play. Oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play Fortnite, but I just watch YouTube videos of people playing Fortnite now. I have a question about Fortnite, real quick. So, does that bus driver know he's killing all those people? <laughs> I stole that, but that's a really good question. <laughs> he's okay with it. Yeah. Do you know the next season of Fortnite starts, like, tomorrow morning? It's, they're cross-platforming it, right? Season six. 
Is that for like ranked play and things like that? What? Can you rank up I in that game, or is that like, all, like is the season just defined by like the stuff you can buy in the shop? I've never seen a single frame of this game. The, uh, you, I think when, with every season they'll usually yeah, I've start. Seen people do it. I've they'll seen have, any they'll add like new characters uh, character skins you can buy and be, and then there's uh, they'll add. I new places like on the, the map. The boat on. They'll okay, do so some just, big changes. It's just like a new. I like the kind of the boat on the story. Kind of evolves as it goes. Yeah, it's a new rollout of content. Then okay. Sometimes whenever, like a new season start, that just means it's like oh we're just gonna reset everybody's. If there's a ranking system, like your rank would just get reset. Oh yeah, they might do that. I don't. <clears throat> this I don't know. Is Fortnite Sony, two? No, it's read, uh, it's Epic. That's the name of the company. Oh, it's like it's a, okay. Yeah. I read today that Sony's gonna start introducing crossplay. Oh, they are on mm-hmm. Fortnite. That's a big deal because they're so like the I'm ones that are, the no, ones hold you, out. Yes. You can al- you can you can already do crossplay with Sony. Uh, like if you're on the PC, you can play with somebody on the PlayStation. The what's different is that if you have and a Fortnite account that you use on PlayStation, none of that stuff carries over. Um. So, but like if you're playing on Xbox, all your goodies from your Xbox can also be accessed on like the computer as well. Hmm. What the hell? You can't... Like, why do they have that locked down now? How are they going to find out that you're dressing up as these characters? Like, you can't just do it on your own anymore? What? They're letting you cross-play now? Thanks, James. <laughs> There's gonna be so many people dressed up as freaking Fortnite characters for <laughs> Halloween this year, especially the kids, man. Oh yeah. Like on the cruise ship, I was seeing—I don't know how many kids I saw do that stupid backpack dance. You know the backpack kid the dance. Flossing. Like every single time I turned Flossing. the corner, there was some kids doing the backpack dance like everywhere, and apparently like Fortnite dances are a thing now. I think if I didn't play the game sometimes i'd be really annoyed by it but since i know what they're like referencing it's like really funny for me it's like <laughs> I oh they're doing a... it like that one guy oh, oh, oh i like this it's well, a during, slick dance move during like the world it. cup the this one with the legs on the sides yeah. uh one of the players for france did it when he scored a goal and they i sent have... and i sent that to my uh uh nephew and he was like sweet Fortnite uh emoticon or whatever <laughs> Yeah, I think I saw <laughs> after he scored a goal, like he did. They were doing like the mining thing, I'm just gonna the mining animation that. or whatever. No matter what, you get sweet Fortnite emoticon. <laughs> did you have more you wanted to say about Spider-Man before we? No. Hijacked. That was it. That game looks very cool. Like it, it looks like uh, like when they show the parts when he's just swinging through the city. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I would only do that for like three hours straight, just like swinging. Yeah, I don't have a 4K TV yet, but unfortunately that game is only in 30 frames per second. And that's true even if you have like the nicer PlayStation. You can only get at 30 frames, but it probably looks really, really cool on a 4K oh, yeah. TV. I, it does. I was watching a lot of it on Twitch, actually. You're watching Twitch? I'm on where, Twitch. Where did no, you yeah. hear about it? <laughs> Not Liz- this podcast. Lizard tastemakers. <laughs> I'm on board now. I was watching a bunch of Dragon Quest too. 
One of us. One of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also have a video game. You do? Mm-hmm. Do it. <laughs> uh, this one also is in New York. And it's really similar to the one that James was recommending. It's kind of like Grand Theft Auto. But, like, you don't kill anyone. And you're, like, helping the cops, kind of. Uh, I haven't gotten too far in it. I kind of get lost in games like that where it's open world where I just start kind of doing my own thing and not doing some of the missions and all that stuff. So I haven't gotten very far in it, but it's Spider-Man 4. Wait, no, Spider-Man. And it's on PlayStation 4. It's pretty new, but um, I just started is this? What is What's the character? Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Yeah. Okay, what is that? He's like, it's like a cop. And he shoots webs and stuff like that. Oh, like spider cop? Yeah. So, yeah, he's like a cop, <laughs> but he's a spider. Yeah, I guess they should have named it that. Does but he yeah. shoot... Do the webs come out his butthole? No, I think there's a, an actual, like... So you can get different of his... Different uh, versions of his suit. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, what will them, they think of next? One of them, he does shoot the webs out of his butt because of the suit. <laughs> okay. But, uh... <laughs> Man, you like got me flustered now. It should be called Spider Cop. Spider Cop. Yeah. I mean, it's a more catchy name. Spider yeah. Cop. Spider. What did you say? Spider. Man. Spider Man. Yeah. Wait. Spider Man. Okay. Um. Maybe yeah. we'll have a spinoff. I think I heard about on YouTube about it, or some. I don't know. I might be thinking of something different. You had to have heard of this game, Jeff. It's like everywhere. It's like Fortnite. Yeah. I know. Oh, Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, like a, like dancing stuff. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You should check it out if you haven't seen it. It's weird that you haven't at all. Like it's been everywhere, but Everyone I'm just not like. About it. I know some people keep their ear to the ground and kind of figure out what's going on. Are there any specific know. characters that he may have heard of? Yeah, there's Spider Man. He's the main character in it. Uh, that's who you play as. There's, uh, I the one of the re- reasons I like this game a lot. Like I, I've I've only I've hardly finished like one mission, but I've fought this guy called Negative Man, and it's in this really co- cool part of the of the game where you're in a like a train, and he's trying to do big punches at you with his energy and you have to like get out of the way as soon as you can because if you look the the more he does and does big punches at you he is punching the train and breaking it now if one of those hits you that's not good that's not right you're gone and at one point actually he big punches the train so much you have to move to a new one and then he starts wrecking that one who's paying for this that's what I hate. That's what I hate about people who with big punches. It's like stop using. <laughs> I'm so sick of these corporations like big punches that just come in and just buy up the whole place for all these little punches that have no chance now. You know, it's like okay, you have the ability to punch, and maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I think with a big like ability comes so much like uh, like 
You just have to do the right thing, you know? Don't... <laughs> Guys, what, can I with, say with, something? With, that. What's the line? With, with great punch comes big little punch? Big job. Can I say something, you guys? Please. I'm pro big punch. Oh my god. Yeah. So I feel uh, like you guys are just this is a whole... ganging up on me right now. This is a whole but I like give big punch. I like give big punch hard. Okay, so let me tell you, th- <laughs> let me ask you this. Who's negative man in the, in the game? Is he a good guy or a bad guy? It's all subjective. No. Ron. Spider-Man is cop. So, so... <laughs> so he's good. Spider-Man can give this punch too. This sounds like a completely different game than the one I described earlier, by the way. Um, what, can you describe what Mr. Negative Man looks like? Oh, he's got a white suit and, um, like... Big hands, like... No, no, my hands. punching. No, no, my hands. What, really? Yeah, but he what? just used big punch energy. So, but what is this? So he's got a white suit, and he's just so, like, charcoal looking on his skin. So he has black skin? Yeah, but, like, it looks weird. So, do... Negative man do blackface? Ooh. Cole? Is this the guy you support? Hmm. If if Cause I'm trying to beat him up. <laughs> if he blackface, he deserve to punch big. You know what I mean? He's I feel like he's taking blackface back. What's happened to you? Which this brings... guy goes and buys a house, and now he's all into Big Punch and Blackface. I'm super into Big Punch. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Which brings me to my recommendation. <laughs> Mine better be good. take place on an island. You can go all around this island. You can find backpacks on this island. You can chase birds on this island. You can do little secret missions on this island. Yeah. This island's called Manhattan. And you are a spider cop. (laughs) You got superpowers. I don't know if you guys have heard of this one. How do you play this game? Well, you start in your pajamas. And you get new pajamas as you go. Are you a boy? Yeah, you're, you're... you're a really good boy, and you get, you get in your good boy pajamas, and you just wait. I don't know what to call him other than a perfect boy. He's a perfect boy, and he swing around city. Spider boy. Wait, so he swing? He swing around city. Oh, like got... like what? Like how? How, how well, does he swing? Tire he's, swing. He can do everything that a spider can. Oh. Diagonally. And so he's straightly. a spider boy. He's this perfect little spider boy, and he has he has super pajamas. So I'm getting lost. Can I recap real quick? Yeah, he's a boy. He's a boy. He's a spider. Spider. He's also being cop. He's being cop. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes me root for a, like a fighting person like a cool pajamas. <laughs> 
And Jeff's on to something because what do boxers wear? Pajama many, shorts to fight in. How many pajamas can you wear in game? <laughs> I think you can. You think you have a selection of like twenty or so that you can unlock different pajama jams. What What's your favorite one look like? My favorite one is you're literally in your pajamas. You have boxers and you have your spider cop face. You kill people then, this though, right? No, not overtly. You can you can punch you can punch bad guy off roof. Yeah. But they not they're not technically dead. Cause you're a good boy. <laughs> good boys don't kill. Good well, I'm definitely checking out your guys' games. That's for sure. Don't kill. Good boy, your yours. <laughs> I can't, I can't get enough of my the game I, I recommended, so I, I think I might have to check out those games, too. Yeah. James, does yours have a photo mode where you can pose in your pajama jams No. as a good old boy? That I mean, might be something that's unique to your game. Yeah. I couldn't find that feature in mine. Yeah, it was in there. I mean, I could pose in my night times if I wanted and just I in my jams. It. Since I didn't we're see nothing uh, about no pajama jams or since, nothing. Since this round is about like video games... Listen, I got a new, another video game that I don't oh. know if you guys are. Okay. Yeah. I'm interested. Actually, I'm in the mood for some video uh, games. <laughs> no, I'm going to change. I changed my mind. Um, this is a... My idea... It's something I thought of the other day, and I thought it was a good idea. It's not a... a uh, it's not like a... You know, we talk so much about stuff we like to do. Like, mm -hmm. like to watch. Like, let me just sit down, stare at some screen. Yes, 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 yes. And it's yes, like yes, there's yes. more to life. You know, you know what I mean? Right. I'm not here to stare at this screen all day. Jeff's got to get out and live it. I thought about um, making this my first idea because it would have made more sense. But I'm gonna do it now because now people could uh, like start the whole podcast over and do, listen to this whole thing again because mm -hmm. i think the i think this is the type of conversation people want to hear just over and over you know what i mean well we're having the ones the other ones are afraid to have yeah it's like we're not yeah yeah you're right like i just that's the thing man like uh, i hate when people just they just like bottle it up like you know like just let it out brother I just feel like, like the other day I was like, I think I'm going to listen to a podcast that's like two hours long and I'm going to yeah. clean the whole time. And mm. so I started doing that and it's been my thing. And um, I'm sorry room. I didn't recommend this at the beginning of the podcast, but uh, what you should do is start this podcast over, but then the whole time it's playing, just clean your house. In your robe, like we are. Works better when, well, uh, yeah. How are you going to pay attention? You okay? Start, just start like in one room and start cleaning. And should they put Twitch on every single TV in the house first? No, turn off all the Twitch. Okay. Turn off. Just focus only on the podcast. Yeah. And only this podcast. The We're making this long. 
and fascinating so you can clean your house. Go d listen, stop listening to this, y'all. Go do your dishes. Your dishes are piling up. You know what I'm talking about. Go into your kitchen. Come on. Roll up your s sleeves. Take, take your suit jacket off because you've been wearing a suit all day at work. Do your dishes. Put them in the dishwasher. Uh, put the little detergent stuff in there. And then go get all the... Up. Get the vacuum cleaner. And flip off your TV. Turn off the of TV. It. Stop watching stuff. Stop playing video games. Video games are a waste of time. Okay? Stop. Unless it's that, the Spider-Man game. Stop watching videos about no. video games. Play yeah, that Spider-Man game, it's Spider -Man. That reminds me of Spider -Man. this part in, in Super Spider-Cop, mm -hmm. where you can wash his aunt's dishes for Oh, that's her. nice. Yeah, in the game. Is he listening to podcasts? Yes, he is. What's uh, his favorite podcast in the game? In in game, like in the lore of the game. Yeah. Jameson. Yeah, he listens to Mr. Jameson talk. J. Jonah. That is actually, I like the idea of playing a video game and then listening to a podcast as a character. Like, that sounds... Tasty. Like a good use of my time. Uh, does anyone else have anything to say before we wrap this up? spider do. Game. Can you? Uh, <laughs> what was the name of that game again? Mine was Spider.